Hey, this is Pastor Matt McClure here from Takeover Church, and thank you so much for checking out today's message. We hope it encourages you. We pray it blesses you. We pray it challenges you. And if you don't know, we have service every single Sunday at 10.30 a.m. And we would love for you and yours, your family and your friends to come on out, experience church, be a part of all that God is doing through Takeover Church. But hey, we hope this blesses you. Have a great rest of your day. Well, good morning, Takeover Church. It's one of your lead pastors, Matt McClure here. Cannot wait to preach to you this morning. We are so grateful that we are able to meet with you right where you are, in the middle of your living room, in the middle of your bedroom, wherever you're watching this right now. And I just want to say a huge thank you from Adrian and I to everyone who is giving faithfully right now and just still allowing and making a way for church to still happen no matter where we find ourselves. This is incredible, and I just want to make some noise for y'all. So please join me wherever you are in thanking everyone who is a part of giving to ensure that Takeover Church can still still happen. We're so grateful, guys. Speaking of hooting and hollering, come on. How good was that time of worship and prayer this morning? Give it up for the ladies in the place with style and grace. Come on. Yeah, y'all are the real ones. Oh my gosh, what y'all don't know is this my 18th take on an entire message and you know, it's, it's fun. I'm just kidding. But we are so grateful that you guys are joining and leaning in with us this morning. So this morning we are continuing our series called Lies From Below. So if you're taking notes, the title of my message and the lie that I want to focus in on this morning is, I cannot withstand this. Write that down. I cannot withstand this. And we're coming out of the Old Testament this morning. We are coming out of Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. If you're there, say, I'm there. I know it's silly, but we're going to keep things rolling. Come on. Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. I'm coming out of the ESV this morning. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. For it leaves, for its leaves remain green and it is not anxious in a year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. Awesome. Well, we're going to pray and we're going to see what the Lord will do with that. Father God, we just thank you so much for this morning. We ask that right now you would come and you would have our way, God. We surrender all of our attention, all of our distractions, all the things going on around us, God. We're at home. There's there's things that could be done. There's laundry that could be folded while we're watching this, God. But we are pushing all of that aside and we are leaning into your presence and leaning into your word, leaning into everything that you have for us this morning. So come. Be the peace beyond all understanding right now. Have all of our attention right now. We call you King of Kings and Lord of Lords right now. Take your place in our lives and have our complete and undivided attention in this moment. Father God, we just thank you so much for everything that you're about to do. Holy Spirit, come and have your way. We want to see you do great things, King Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, a faith-filled church in their living room said, come on, can we just lift up a pajama praise for our God? Come on. You know I've been waiting to work that in. You know I've been waiting to work that in. So ridiculous. But the title of the message again is, I cannot withstand this. And I believe that I cannot withstand this is, is not just a lie from the pit of hell, which it is. The devil would love to have you and yours convinced, especially right now where there's a pandemic going on. Answers are few and far in between. There's a lot taking place that we just don't understand. He would love to convince you in this season that you're not going to make it through this, that you cannot move forward. But the bigger lie here of I cannot withstand this is I believe this is a lie that has not just taken place and shape in this season 
person, but it has actually infiltrated and invaded our entire culture as a world. I believe that right now we live in a time and a place where people are more defeated than they've ever been. They got more reasons to give up than they ever have. And I believe that is because as humans, we for so long, we have thought that we could just live this life and we could be our source. That we as individuals, we could be our strength. That we could provide every need for ourselves to move forward. That we could be the answer that we all need. That we could be the cure to what keeps us up at night. That we can be our own supply. And how many of you know that when we find that out, that we cannot? Well, it's not that moment that we decide that we can't withstand this. It's actually in that moment when we decide to look at other people and other places and other acts and things to to be our supply that when we can't meet our needs ourselves well surely there is somebody out there right now that can meet my need surely there's somebody out there right now that can sustain me that can be my strength that can be my crutch that can get me through this thing called life and ultimately when we go from a person and then we turn to substances and we find ourselves at a bottomless place right now where we tried finding our worth in sex and we tried finding our peace in a substance and we tried moving forward from a place of the bottom of a bottle and it doesn't work. It's then that we come to the realization that what this world will throw at us, what the enemy will come to our home with, what sin wants to defeat us with, we cannot withstand that. But I came with some good news this morning to you, church. If that's where you feel you are at this morning, before this pandemic even started, if that's where you feel like you have found yourself, that you don't know how you can possibly move forward that I came with some good news this morning that you can withstand anything that you can always make a way that you can always move forward but it all depends on where you have chosen to put your roots down so my question this morning for us as a church is if that's you if you're thinking that way if you found yourself not feeling like you have the ability to move forward, that you can't break through what is coming at you, if that's you, I want to ask you a question. Where are you rooted? Come on. You can answer that question right where you're at. Where are you rooted? Where have you put down your roots at? I'm not talking about where you raise your kids or the neighborhood in which you reside, although that's important to an extent, absolutely. But where are your roots at? Because here in this piece of scripture, we see, we see that Jeremiah is making it abundantly clear to us. He is laying down the context is what a righteous man and a self-righteous man look like. What the difference is between a man who puts his trust in God and God alone and a man who puts his trust in himself. Here, Jeremiah is laying it down and he says, blessed is the man whose trust is in the Lord, but he even ups the ante in the next sentence. He doesn't just say, blessed is the man whose trust is in the Lord. No, 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 second sentence there is, blessed is the man whose trust is the Lord. He moves it up a needle. He doesn't just place his trust in the Lord. No, no, no. He removes the option to even waver on where his trust comes from. He declares emphatically that his trust is the Lord. And friends, I came with some good news for you this morning. If you're feeling like you cannot withstand this, I want to tell you, you can withstand 
you can overcome, you can move forward, but it all depends on where you are rooted and what you are rooted in. You can always move forward if you are rooted in the Lord. Come on, somebody, right where you are at right now, just begin to make some noise for how good our God is. Because that's the simple truth this morning. It's the simple truth. What you can withstand will always be measured by what you're rooted in. What you can withstand will always be measured by what you are rooted in. And can I tell you another little truth right there? That you can withstand anything for the for how deep your roots go. How deep your roots go will determine, will always determine what you can withstand and how long you can withstand it for. Some of us, some of us, we have to get this understanding because we have been running around. We have been living lives where we have been trusting in people to sustain us. We've been trusting in organizations to sustain us. We've been trusting in substances and places and things to sustain us. And some of us, some of us, we have had that instant gratification from a person. We've gone to a new place and it's given us immediate relief. We've tried a new substance and it's scratched an itch for a moment, but those feelings will fade. That moment will waver. This will all soon pass you by and you will leave and find yourself once again in a place and in a position where you are looking for the next thing to sustain you, the next stream to give you life. You are putting down roots in things that were never intended to sustain you. Some of us. We have lived shallow lives and we've had shallow relationships because we didn't plant ourselves. We didn't put our roots down next to the stream that is the Lord. No, no, no. We had shallow relationships because we thought, we believed the lie because the enemy sold us one that we thought we could plant ourselves next to a puddle because it looked like it had some depth. We've hooked up with people. We've had relationships. We thought that they could sustain us, but we didn't realize whether it's we had blinders on or we just didn't want to acknowledge it. Some of us, we've been trying to get sustenance from a puddle, but a puddle is only as full as whatever fills it. A puddle is never intended to sustain life. It's never intended for roots to go down to it. A puddle will waver. A puddle will empty. A puddle will only be as full as whatever is filling it at the time. But how many of you know a puddle will run out? A puddle will dry up. A puddle will get used up. You will go to that person. You will think they could be your absolution. You will think they could be your everything. And ultimately, it will leave you dry. It will leave your root system uh, crumpled up and crippled up and you will not be able to move forward and you will feel like when that relationship ends that I can't withstand this they just used me up and they left me they took advantage of me and they left me I don't know how to move forward after this that's because we've been trusting in a puddle to sustain us when it never ever could 
But how many of you know that we have a God who Jeremiah is declaring that it is a constant stream. It is not inconsistent. It never runs out. And it also, it never runs out. It never runs out of water and it never runs out on you and it never runs dry. Right where you are, if you can lift up a shout of praise and acknowledge that your God has never run out, that he's never run dry and he will never run away from you. Come on. He has been the most consistent part of your life, your entire life before you ever wanted to be planted in him. He always wanted to be planted with you. Before you ever had the idea that you could put your roots down in him, he was making a way on the cross with Jesus for you to be able to put your roots on the inside. Come on, somebody, right where you are. Your God is more consistent than you thought he was. He is more than you ever thought he was, and he has more than you ever thought he had. Come on, somebody, right where you are. Let's just declare this truth this morning all over our lives. This is our God. This is... This is who he is. He was always intending himself to sustain us. It was never his goal. It was never his idea. Even when he made marriage, as beautiful as it is, your spouse, your spouse was never intended to sustain you. Your God is so much bigger than anything that is manufactured. He can sustain you. He created you. He is your source. And here in Jeremiah, he says that the blessed is the man who puts his trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man whose trust is the Lord for his roots go down deep into a stream. Friends, can I submit this to you this morning? That whatever you come up against, you can withstand anything. But how long you can withstand it for is solely based upon how deep your roots are going. Let me put it to you this way. Some of us, we have our roots deep in God. We have our roots in God, right? Where we've planted ourselves next to the stream of life that is God. We've come to know him as our Lord and Savior. We've submitted our lives to Jesus. And for some of us, our roots only run so deep that yeah, we, we have faith that God has taken care of our afterlife. We can withstand our afterlife. We have enough root system going deep enough with God to believe that our afterlife is secure. We can withstand death because we are secure in the fact that he has our afterlife, but we don't have a root system that goes deep enough to believe that we can withstand the middle part of life. For some of us, we got root systems that only go so deep with God that yeah, we believe he can heal. We believe that he can heal this person and in this country of this ailment, of what they got going on. We believe he can take care of that. That's light work. Yeah, we believe he can heal that. But if our root system only goes so deep that we think he can only heal some of the people some of the time, then when sickness comes to our home, sickness pays us a visit, how can we ever think that we can withstand that when we don't have faith or roots that run deep enough to believe that for some of us? For some of us. Yeah, we believe that God can heal or we believe that God can forgive some people some of the time for some things. But we don't have roots that go deep enough with God that believe that he can forgive all people for all things all of the time. 
And so when the lie of condemnation comes to you, when it comes out of the pit of hell and it's whispered in your ear that God can't forgive you, certainly he can. He can forgive somebody who messed up when they were 15 but have lived a great life since. They can forgive somebody who has never stepped out of their spouse. <coughs> but have only watched porn, they can forgive this and they can forgive that and he can forgive this and he can forgive that, but surely not me. The deeper your roots go, the more that you can believe. The deeper your roots go, the more you can trust God with. The deeper your roots go with him, the more you can trust him for your healing. The more you can trust him for your salvation. The more you can trust him for his forgiveness. The more you can trust him for his mercy and his grace. Some of us right now, our biggest problem in this life isn't what we keep doing. It's what we've done. And we don't have the belief and the roots that go deep enough in a relationship with Jesus to believe that he could ever heal you. He could ever forgive you that he would ever want to spend time with you but how many of you are grateful for a God that is a consistent stream he's not running he's not leaving he is with you always come on somebody right where you are wherever you're at whatever you are doing right now lift up some noise for our king of kings and our lord of lords he has never run out and he will never run away from you come on somebody and I love that because Jeremiah goes on to say that when your roots go down deep with the Lord, that when the fire comes, when the heat comes on, when it gets hot up in her, and I'm not talking the Nelly song, when the heat is on, the pressure is on, because you are planted next to a consistent stream that will never run out, that will never dry up, that will never leave you nor forsake you, that is always consistent, that is more consistent than you could ever be. When you are planted next to that stream, when the heat comes on, your leaves don't even leave green. They don't lose any green at all. Aesthetically, you're taken care of. Aesthetically, you're looking strong. You are strong. You're still full of life because your face will still be declared when the pressure is on. If you are planted with deep roots next to a stream that is consistent, your face will always declare that your God is good, that he is above this mess, and he can still make much of it. Come on, somebody. And then it gets even better. It gets even better because Jeremiah goes on to declare that you not only will aesthetically will you look good, but you will bear much fruit up into an old age. Up into an old age. And I don't know about you, sometimes, man, when I find my source in something else, when I'm putting my roots down in a person, when I put my roots down in my finances, how many of you know my fruit that I'm producing ain't that great? It's probably a little bit bitter. It's probably a little bit small. It's probably not the best thing to look at because I am looking for money to sustain me, for a substance to meet my needs, for my spouse to be my end-all, be-all. Adrienne could never do that for me. And when I am placing my roots in her and I'm putting my roots in money and I'm putting my roots in our home, and when I'm putting my roots down in my church, that's not fruit that's going to grow, that's going to be delicious, that's going to be awesome, that's going to continue to produce for a long, long life. Church can't even do that for me. My occupation can't do that for me. When I have roots that only go down into these things that are puddles that were never intended to give me a consistent stream of life, eventually I will die, I will shrivel up, I will, I will blow away at the, at the hint of wind coming at me simply because... 
I have put all of my hope, all of my trust, all of my significance and my self-worth, I have put that in things that were never intended to have that kind of weight or bear that kind of burden or fulfill this kind of this kind of tank, this kind of reservoir, what I'm called to be, this vessel that I am, it could never sustain me. It could never produce and be everything that I need for it to be. So Jeremiah is declaring, he's a prophet, he's declaring to these people, he is saying to them, put your roots down in God. Put your roots down in the Lord. Don't put your roots down in your spouse. You will run her dry. You will leave him crippled. You cannot put your you cannot put your roots in your spouse. You cannot put your roots in your significant other. It cannot be in your job because it will never bring you the fulfillment that you think it can. And in fact, you will leave bitter because of it because it cannot sustain lifelong, life-giving fruit. But when we when we place our trust in the Lord and when the Lord is our trust, we can not only look good, we can not only have green as can be leaves, we can not only be aesthetically looking like we still have salvation, hello, but we will have fruit that can prove it. We will have fruit all the days of our lives. You will see the fruit in your marriage. You will see the fruit in how you raise your kids. You will see the fruit in your workplace, your, your jobs. You will be successful at. You will leave impact for the kingdom of God, whatever your hands put to the plow whatever you choose to do you will be doing it for the glory of God when you place your trust in every area and in the Lord you will bear much fruit but I love what Jeremiah says next I really do because this is this is paramount for where we are right now for the world that we find ourselves in he says that when you are in a drought season Let's see what he just said. He said, when you, and it is not, and, and it is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear much fruit. And it is not anxious in the year of drought, and it does not cease to bear much fruit. You see, friends, this is why where you are planted will determine what you can withstand. And where your roots run will determine how long you can withstand it. Because when we find ourselves in a drought season, a year of drought, you can call it the year of COVID-19. When we find ourselves in the middle of this thing, when the heat is on, the pressure is there. Man, that is a surefire way to to determine and to show and to shine a light on where your roots are running. I think for a lot of us right now, if we're feeling anxious, if we're feeling overcome, if we feel like we have already been overtaken by the pressure and the things that are going on in this world, if we feel like we are already completely overwhelmed with what is taking place in this world today, friends, I think we need to look down. I think we need to look over. I think we need to begin to assess and we need to have a root check moment in our lives. Some of us If we're feeling anxious right now, it's because we have been putting our roots down into some things that were never intended to bring us peace, bring us certainty, or to bring us direction or clarity. No, for some of us, drought season, COVID-19 season, some of us, we've been putting down our roots in the CDC. And the CDC is good, but the CDC is not God. Some of us, we look down, And we've been putting our roots in what the president says. Now, the president is however you feel about him. I ain't getting into that. 
but he's not God. Some of us, we look down and we got roots that are going into knowledge right now. Just, just, just completely, completely overthrown into news cycles. Some of us right now, Twitter, CNN, Stat News for some of us, Fox News for some of us. We are putting our roots down into news cycles, into media, into people who are just trying to produce content to get ratings. And we are buying into the mania and the panic of the pandemic. And right now our roots are running into all of these areas that cannot sustain us right now. We need to have a root check moment. We need to have a root check moment right now that when we're overwhelmed, and we don't know what to do. We don't know why this is happening. We're looking to the left and we're looking to the right and we have nowhere else to go. We need to have a root check moment. We need to look and see where we are planted right now. If you are overcome with worry and anxiety, I would encourage you to check. Where are your roots? Where are your roots? Because here's the thing. As people, we're prone to uproot. We're prone to uproot. We're prone to put our roots in here and our roots in here and our roots in there. The thing when you begin to uproot so much is that roots can't operate properly. They can't take place the way they're supposed to. They can't get in there firm and run deep the way they can. Some of us, the reason we're anxious isn't just because we've been putting our roots and going down into things that can't sustain us and never could. It's not simply because of that. Some of us, we live an uprooted kind of life. We go from one place to the next to the next. And for some of us right now, if you are overcome by anxiety in this season, you need to start looking at your feet right now and go, where am I planted? Some of us, we are so overwhelmed. We are so overcome by anxiety. And it's because in the morning, yeah, we're doing the Christian thing. We're, we're getting into the scripture. We're doing our thing. And we are rooted. Right now, we are rooted in the Lord. And we're in the middle of this thing. But right now, I got in the scripture. And I saw the Takeover Daily Devotionals, which are awesome. And <laughs> cheap plug. And I got all of these things going on. And I am in the word. And I am ready to go. Put the armor of God on for the dead. Let's go. And then something else happens. And then Governor Whitmer says something else or there's this new regulation or there's this new statistic and then you run into your spouse because you're both home right now and you're like i need you can you just speak peace into the situation can you just this and you're just running them down and running them down and yes they can remind you what the word of god says they can redirect you back to god but if you are going to them and thinking they can sustain you you are uprooting from one place or going to the next and then by the end of the night for some of us we went from God in the morning, our spouse at noon, and while everyone is asleep and tucked in, there you are. You're rolled over and you are on your phone and you're looking at Twitter and you're looking at news and you're looking at these things and suddenly that is where your hope is and that's where you're trying to find answers and that's where you're looking for a cure and that's why you're looking for direction and suddenly you can't even sleep right now at night when you have nothing else to do because you are overcome by anxiety for some of us. We need to start really taking a look at where we are rooted right now. You are not going to withstand this season. You are not going to make it through this. You are going to believe the lie that you can't go forth because you don't have the roots in place to go to the truth, to stand on the truth, to be rooted in truth because some of us are living uprooted lives. Where are you rooted today? Where are you rooted today? Where you are rooted will determine where and what you can withstand. 
And where you are rooted and how deep those roots go will always determine how long you can withstand it, how long you can remain, how long you can keep pushing through, how much breaking you can take in order to make it to your breakthrough. Where are you rooted today? Take over, church. Take an inventory. I want an honest inventory this morning. Where are you rooted? You know what inventory is? It's a checklist. It's looking at where things are coming in, what you currently have in stock, how things are going out, what's being used and what's not being used. What is your inventory of your root system? Where is it going? What's coming in from it? Are you getting peace beyond all understanding or are you existing from a crippling space of anxiety in a drought season when it's as drought as it's ever been, as dry as it's ever been, you're the most dark and destructive drought you have ever found yourself in. If you are overcome with anxiety right now, where are you rooted? Where are you rooted? Where, where have you dropped that anchor at? Where have you put down your anchor? For some of us, if we look over the edge right now of our life, I think we would see that the anchor has moved, that our roots are in a different place, that we are as anchored and we are where we need to be right now. For some of us, if we were to look over the edge, and we can see where we are anchored. Right now, we just need to have a root check kind of moment. Where are you anchored? Where you are anchored will always determine where your roots go down and how your roots go down will always determine what you can withstand. And how long you can withstand is determined by how far down reaching your roots are. Where is your anchor? Because our Bible says, that we have got a hope that is a sure, strong, and trustworthy anchor for our soul. And his name is Jesus, and he has gone before us, and he is making a way. Where is your anchor? In fact, I'm going to read that scripture right now because it's just too good to pass up. Hebrews 6.19 Hebrews 6, says, So God has given both his promise and his oath. These, are two things are in, these two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge, we can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. There is a hope that lies before us. On the other side of this pandemic, on the other side of anxiety, on the other side of this drought, there is life and life to the full available to us even still now. And he says the hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. He's given us his oath. He has sworn by his name and he has sealed it with his son on a cross. Jesus is the anchor to our soul. Where you are anchored will determine where your roots go down. If you're anchoring people, you're always going to try and be rooted in something that can't sustain you. But if you are anchored in God... Your roots will always go down. They will always be welcome. They will always be sustained. They will always be nourished. You will never find yourself malnourished with God, somebody. Come on this morning. Where you are anchored will determine where you are rooted. And where you are rooted will determine what you can withstand. And how deep those roots go, somebody, will determine how long you can withstand it. I can't withstand this. Enough with that. That is a lie from the pit of hell. And it deserves to go right back where it came from. You can withstand whatever comes your way, whatever hell sends after you when you are rooted in God. Come on, somebody. So right now, if you have found yourself in a time and a space where you don't know what to do, maybe right now you're saying, I'm already there. I'm already there. 
I'm already there. I, I'm scared to go outside. I'm scared to go to the store. I'm living this way. I'm already there. I'm anxious 24-7 right now. Friends, where are you rooted? Where is that anchor holding tight to? What are you rooted in? Because you've got a God who says, my stream is available. Not only is it available, it's able to do exceedingly above all that you can ask, dream, or imagine. You don't have to panic. You don't have to be anxious. You don't have to be fear-ridden. You don't have to let worry overcome your worship this morning. No, you can lean into what God has for you. You can let your roots run deep into his stream. And in seasons of drought, you can still bear much fruit. Come on right where you are. Everybody just bow your heads and close your eyes right now. If you're at your home, if you're in your living room, if you're watching this on YouTube or on Facebook, it doesn't matter right where you are, close your eyes. Let's bow our heads. In this moment, in this moment, I want us to focus in on Hebrews 6, 18 through 19. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. It is impossible for God to lie. God has made this stream available to you. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you did. He wants to change what you're going to do. This stream is always available to you and it's impossible for him to lie. So he can't run from you. He can't see how, how worried, how anxious you are and be saddened or disturbed by it. He will never leave you. He cannot turn his love off from you. He will not stop pursuing you. It is impossible for God to lie. It is unchangeable. He has given you an anchor for your soul and it's unchangeable. And he sealed that oath with his son Jesus on a cross. He gave you Jesus as an anchor, and then he gave you his Holy Spirit as your navigation system. So right now, wherever you are, whatever you've been through, whatever kind of anxiety and worry that you've been facing in the middle of this drought, in the middle of this pandemic, in the middle of COVID-19, I just want to have a moment where we surrender, where we surrender all of that. We can worship instead of worry. We can be audacious and believe for big things instead of have anxiety. We got a confidence that God has gone before us, church. You can withstand this. You can withstand anything if your roots are firmly planted in God. So right now, I just want to take a moment to pray with you. If this is your first time hearing about this, if this is your first time tuning into a church, if this is your first time hearing that God isn't the author of anxiety, rather of, of peace and love and a sound mind. If this is the first time you're hearing this, I want to welcome you in this moment to join the family of God so you can, you can lay down your anxiety. You can leave your worry. 
You can take all what Jesus has for you, which is peace beyond all understanding. It's life and life to the full. You can have that. That's available to you in this moment and in an instant. It's for you. You didn't have to work for it. You could never earn it. All of us have fallen short of the glory of God. This is made available for all of us. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to have been saved for 16, 60 years, however long it's been. This is available for you right now. You just got to start that relationship with him. So if that's you, there's no judgment. I can't even see you right now. There's no judgment. But heaven is rallying behind you. If you're feeling a tug on the inside of you right now, this is for you. Repeat these words after me. If you want to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life, Every area, every anxiety, every joy, he can do it. Say, Jesus, I thank you for wanting me, for coming for me, for pursuing me beyond my doubt, beyond my worry, beyond my anxiety, beyond my imperfections. You have pursued me. Father, thank you. I am yours. I give you my life. I take everything that you have available for me. I'm going to begin to believe today every word you have ever spoken. Thank you for receiving me. From this moment forward, we're doing life together. For those of us that have been with Jesus for some time, Jeremiah, he says again, blesses the man whose trust is the Lord. Right now is a moment of declaration for us where we can proclaim over our lives, every single one of us. I'm not just going to trust in the Lord when it's convenient. I'm not just going to trust in the Lord when it's a surefire bet. I'm not just going to trust in the Lord when the odds are in my favor already. I'm going to make the Lord, I'm going to make the Lord my sole trust. I'm not going to waver from him when things are grim. I'm not going to waver when it's dark. I'm not going to waver when I'm at my breaking point, when I know that breakthrough is on the other side of it. I'm not going to waver. The Lord is my trust. I just want to pray over you right now. Father, we just thank you so much for making a way. Making a way to the stream that when we're in a drought, when we find ourselves in a desert season, when we find ourselves with lacking answers in the natural, we know that you have them in abundance in the supernatural. God, we're not going to move from you. We're not going to move our trust to other things. We're not going to try and put roots down in puddles when we know there's an abundant stream that is ever flowing, that is ever growing, that is always chasing us down. No, God, you have our trust. So from this Sunday forward, God, we trust you with the cure. We trust you with the answers. We trust you with anxiety. We trust you with every area. God, we just hand it all over to you right now. Every part of us, every part of doubt, we hand it over to you, Father God. You are our trust. And we're going to bear much fruit. From this moment forward, in the middle of a pandemic, we are going to be people who bear much 
fruit. It's not going to be bitter. It's not going to be small. It's not going to be insignificant. We're going to bear big God-sized fruit. And when people look at our lives in the midst of this pandemic, they're going to taste and see that the Lord is good by what we are producing from this moment forward. In Jesus' mighty name, a faithful church said, Amen. Could we also lift some noise for those people who just gave their heart and their life to Jesus for the first time right where you are? Come on, church. That's amazing. For you individuals that just gave your life to the Lord, we usually meet you. We usually try and talk to you. We get you a little thing that says connect card and welcome home and all these awesome things. And unfortunately, right now we can't do that, but we want to encourage you to head over to takeovergr.com. Right there, it's going to say connect. And you can send us a message. Let us know what God's doing in your life. Let us know when you decided to follow him. Let us know what we can do for you. Drop a number, drop an email. We'd love to call you. Make sure you're not starting this life alone and you're not doing this life alone. So for everybody else, we thank you so much for tuning in today. We love you. We cannot wait to be with you. It's going to be amazing. We're going to throw the baddest and biggest party of all time. It's going to be insane. You better believe it. But until then, let's continue being faithful to the call. Let's continue leaning into God, trusting him with every area of our lives. And let's continue to be involved with one another. I love Zoom. This thing is awesome. Let's be in each other's lives. Let's make up virtual coffee dates and lunch dates. Let's do community the best way that we can right now. When the Bible says, don't forsake the fellowship of the saints, it didn't declare that when it's impossible for you to meet, don't do it. Always. Let's be in community. I want to challenge you and encourage you with that. But we love you so much. Have a great rest of your Sunday. God is with you. Take over churches for you. And we love you so much. Bye, church.